So what are you gonna do instead on the skirt? I may just do like a print. Just gotta find the right wrapping paper. And then I'm gonna start on the cranberry fringe. At this point in the challenge, I've gotta come up with a game plan. That way I do not go home. If I get done early, I'll help you do your cranberries. Thank you. My workroom husband. Yeah. <laughs> into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to the inclusive holiday festival that is Project Runway. I'm Ernest. And I'm Nayland. Yes. Thank you so much for coming back, Nayland. It is so wonderful to talk to you about this, especially since it's a crafting show. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always glad to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, so uh, just, just to say, we are recording on I believe it's the first day of Hanukkah. So whenever anyone, one of you are listening to this, happy whatever day of Hanukkah it is. Mm -hmm. And again, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Merry Holiday to everyone <laughs> whenever you're listening to this. And, Indeed. Um, I'll, I'll give our usual spiel so you can find us on the interwebs. So we're on facebook.com forward slash the workroom and shout out to all of y'all for sending in your feedback, your preliminaries about this past episode, and then also on Instagram at the workroom podcast. So, all right, let's get into this. Um, Nayland, since hey. you were away last episode, um, would you like to share anything that you just really want to, um, you know, get off your chest or let the listeners know about last week's poor excuse to watch that terrifying trailer of cats um oh. i don't know if you have any thoughts on that but i've been i've been weirdly thinking about it all week <laughs> so. it i i think it is a moment of our time but i but i um i think that uh here's my suspicion mm -hmm. That cats may very well be the showgirls <gasps> of of this generation. Oh no! In that it will be a thing that is super fun to mock in company, <laughs> and so you will have theaters booking it. Oh my gosh! To as a thing for in a in a sort of Rocky Horror esque. Um, you know, camp fest down the road. Okay, so you're predicting that in as little as five years, it's going to be iconic. <laughs> e yes, it will be a thing that people... I'm, I mean, it already... The show already was like the sort of the butt of jokes for mm -hmm. a long time. Um, like, like it was, it was always a quick joke. But I think hmm. this will be, I think the movie will um, continue that uh, trajectory. Huh. Okay. All right. It's so funny because I've stayed away from that show, not because I have a thing against cats. I mean, I do prefer dogs, but it just doesn't really matter. But I've always mm -hmm. thought about cats in the back of my mind thinking, you know, just a bunch of question marks. Like, what is that? What could that be about? And I know some of the songs from there that are really great. But I've never even really thought about the story or the premise. And any in in thinking of last week's episode, we really didn't come back to the movie. We just stayed on Prince. <laughs> no one said anything about 
any of the actor actors actresses whoever all the dancers there was just no reference and no one from the movie <laughs> was a judge I, I know as um uh, oh my god and you know what i'm totally i totally actually just blanked on the fact that that show was a tie-in yeah. to yeah that that's that that was the hook well i mean it's it it is as memorable as like the Willy Wonka from, <laughs> from the season before that. It's like, this is, I mean, Project Runway does not have a good history of mm. like giving the bump to other forms of media. I mean, they really right? don't. And, and I feel like they, they, but it's, you know, okay. So I'm going to go on this for probably too long, but because they've had those, past relationships with Broadway shows and this you know last last season was the Elton John tie and I think that was a pretty good Mm -hmm. um, build up and it stayed tethered to the actual film and the movie but I think that's mostly because Elton John is iconic and so it had more to do with it I I wonder if they played up the the joke but they couldn't I mean they, they really couldn't but what if they could have and if this weren't the movie and it were the Broadway show if it would have been something that was a little bit more pertinent to the actual actual um, play. But I think the movie, I, I you know, I think um, I, I was a little shocked that they would do anything about this movie because I even before it came out or it hasn't been out yet. But this movie is already notorious for being bad and and uh, terrifying to watch. Right. So, well, and also that the that the selling point of the movie is not the costuming. Right. Right, which is yeah. the selling point of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, good point. I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I also just really wanted to say, like, what, what did everybody see in that dress of Victoria's? <laughs> Uh, the half and half dress, <laughs> Just... which was exactly the same thing that she sent down the runway the 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 um the week before. Yeah, yeah. Like that was a half and half. I right. did, I, that was like the one like thing that leapt out at me. It was like when um when when Carly was like, "Are you on the top? Or are you on the bottom?" <laughs> I was like, "Do you even need to ask?" And then when she was like, "Don't worry, you're on the top," I was like, "What?" <laughs> the hell i know i I, it's it's they have made some confusing decisions already and i have a feeling that there's someone there's someone secretly upping the ante for some of these designers just to make it interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there Mm -hmm. has to be someone on there or a producer maybe but i have a feeling that it's nina yeah yeah i mean (laughs) i I mean victoria does give Good television. Yeah, I I get that. Um, but it, but even so. Yeah, yeah. That was mysterious to me. Uh, same, same. Um, well, we we have some more mysteries mysteries to talk about with this episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. just uh, just to um, not spoiler it or spoiler or to spoil anything, but um, it, we had a bit of a back and forth on Facebook about some a couple of looks. So, oh really? And I'm very interested in see to see what your thoughts are, um, without sharing because I'm ah. I will bring it in in the end because I feel like this was a there was a very lively uh, disagreement and a back and forth, 
And it also is something that was happening inside of my brain as well. Where I'm like, do I like this? No, I don't like this. Why do I like this? So, all right. Oh, I love that this is going on. I I'm, know, I'm, yeah. you know, as a, as, as a, uh, as someone outside of that community, I'm excited to hear that folks are engaging. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, um, and also I will um, try my best to bring more of that in because there are some really interesting and um, hilarious comments going on. Yay. All right. Okay, so, well, let's get into this week's episode. And, um, you know, we kind of open with a little recap of Veronica's troubles from last week, where she started off in mood, not really being able to find anything. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she made nothing, and so she's no longer there. She's gone. Um, Not true. She made some stuff. It was bad. She's gone. All right, so we wake up at 7.30 in the morning, in the penthouse after some uh, wonderfully placed um, dress forms all over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These wonderful interstitials of just dress forms all over the place that I would love to find because those are quite expensive and I would love to have one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're here in the, in the penthouse and Tyler is picking a little shady fight with Sergio. Sergio has no idea that Tyler hates his guts. Mm-hmm. And so Sergio, I think it's his morning routine of interrogating Sergio about like, yeah, so um, about your gown yesterday. Uh, so we hear in the talking head that Tyler had a little bit of, of an issue with Sergio's uh, streetwear gown from last mm-hmm. week. Um, this was another confusing issue for me as well, where I'm like, it really didn't fit the brief, but... Um, it wasn't really harped on because Sergio was safe last week, but we do get a little bit more from Tyler. Right. Um, well, that was, I mean, Sergio's thing was some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and I can only think that that um, no one is naive enough to have watched the show mm-hmm. and not know how that sort of thing would play. Hmm. So I can only imagine that Sergio is being like deliberately provocative. Hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would hope so because he doesn't seem to have a lot of self awareness to me. I, that's what I'm getting. Like, there's I mean, some, he's lacking something. Yeah, I mean, I, I we've had enough designers come out of Texas and be like, "Look, my this is my clientele that mm-hmm. are these wealthy old women." Right. Right. Um, and and I'm like fine with that, but most people are savvy enough to to not say that that's who they're making the dresses for right that that usually that's not the way that you sell to people above a certain age no no i would love to sit on sit in on a client designer meeting with sergio i want to know who actually books those and who conducts those I've I have a feeling that he might have someone else actually speaking to the people um or just you know to, who has a little bit more of like a rapport mm-hmm. because here um just kind of getting some some vibes off of him he doesn't really make too many facial expressions it's hard to read his face he says exactly what else, what's on his mind but um, his intonation and his face. I'm just kind of like, hmm, all right. Yeah. But I can say the same thing about Tyler. Tyler has this weird, you know, calm to his face. And I just, to me, that reads like there's a lot going on underneath. 
there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hear some jingle jingle bells from mm-hmm. somewhere in the penthouse, and uh, they come out of sequestration or they're they're sequester. Yes, <laughs> where the props mm-hmm. people bolted them into their rooms while they basically decked out the living room in all sorts of holiday festive decorations. So. Yeah, so the living room is just covered in Christmas trees, Hanukkah menorahs. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many ornaments, dreidels, just mm-hmm. lots of gold. You know, it's just kind of, it's all decked out. According to Brittany, it's like the holidays just threw up in their living room. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey and his tits are out. They're all in their, basically, they're all in their jammies. And Serrano's yes. over there with... Cyrano is wearing this blazer that just looks like it was made so that all the snowmen in the material look like their heads have been severed. Because I've taken so many little screenshots of this little portion. I'm like, where are the heads of your snowmen? Because he just has this really sinister little smile. Um, You know, I think he's taking over for Heidi Klum and being the true sadist of this version of Bravo. (laughs) where Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, yeah, I know Cyrano's smiling, but that means we're in for some hurting. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, can I also say like, I I just want to run, run back to this. Like it's, I, I was a little bit taken aback by the, um, abundant use of the word tits. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is just sort I of like hilarious. okay. Well, I guess that's because like Jeffrey's male identified, so mm-hmm. it's okay to use that word in in terms of you know in relationship to his shirtlessness. Yeah. But but it is like that seems like an unusual thing that that doesn't happen all the time yeah no i i thought it was hilarious i'm like "Hmm, all right you know jeffrey and your (laughs) your breasts (laughs) yeah your useful nipples like they're just out there um yeah no jeffrey jeffrey's interesting yes (laughs) (laughs) but i mean so his tits aren't out for that long because there are also 13 ugly sweaters, ugly Christmas sweaters, or I should not just Christmas, actually, just ugly holiday sweaters underneath the right. tree. Um, so they all get one. Um, Can this be the death of this, please? I'm so <laughs> tired. I mean, what do you think about this, like, as an institution, Ernest? <laughs> well... I think the um, the systemic structure of the holiday sweater and how it has been commodified in a way that, okay, to be quite serious, I went to my first ugly sweater party maybe about nine, eight or nine years ago, and I was thoroughly mm-hmm. confused because I thought, let me go to a thrift store and find something kind of kitschy and fun. And I mm-hmm. show up and everyone's wearing actual Christmas sweaters that are you know, so mm-hmm. now I, then I knew what they were talking about, and it was a party where if your sweater wasn't ugly enough, then you got hazed. And I mm-hmm. almost got hazed because my sweater was very much like, you know, early 80s and something that you would most likely see in Greenpoint today. I feel like a lot, uh-huh. of, a lot of the people in Greenpoint wear, would wear this, but I was too in style. I almost got hazed, and it hurt my feelings. And I'm just like, wait, wait a second. But now you can go to Urban Outfitters or to... Or to Walmart, or to, yeah, Yeah. I mean, this is some, A, this is some white people bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> let me just say. <laughs> Like the like, if you sort of follow the logic of this, this is like after generations of people commiserating mm-hmm. that they were given like a a kind of goofy holiday themed sweater. Um. Then it becomes this thing of like, oh, instead of like, how are we going to deal with this because we're supposed to wear it at the holiday and like, yeah, um, and and we're embarrassed by it. It's like, oh, okay, well, we will turn it into this like source of pride. I mean, to me, this is on a par with SantaCon. Oh, oh my god! It's like also something I didn't like, know about until I moved to New York. Jeez, oh my holy god! Crapness. And it always it, surprises me every year. I'm like, God damn it, Saturday! Yeah, it is Ugh. this thing where like, like people who spend the entirety of their life in the center of what is approved and of the discourse. Mm-hmm then have these weird holidays where they kind of appropriate camp or appropriate something that is sort of marginal mm-hmm. and use it as an excuse for acting crazy. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're going to go nuts. <laughs> let's get really hammered. Yeah, and let's just... Isn't it hilarious that the sweater is so ugly? I know. Look at the reindeer. It's... It looks like it's, you know, riding an elf who's also riding a, a, a lion. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, no. Right. And it is also like now entered the crossover with like geek culture. So it's like, mm. look, it looks like there's teddy bears in my sweater, but it's actually Chewbacca. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Because, you know, it reminds me of Bridget Jones's Diary. This is before all of this started. But do you do you have you seen that movie? Pretty sure you have. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've, I've used to watch it a lot, but there is that joke in there with Renee Zellweger's or Bridget. What am I talking about? I was like, whatever her character's name is, Bridget Jones. You know when she goes to her family's holiday party and she has to wear the jumper because they're British, right? And it's, it is truly a hideous jumper, but it's just a part of the party where mm-hmm. you, know, you have to endure those things, like oh, you know, Aunt So and So over there, you know made the roast that was awful but you still have to eat it and then this other person bought me this jumper last year and you always have to wear it and it's terrible because you know she has no taste (laughs) or she made herself and it's only to be polite like those types of things where it's it's funny but now you have people pitching this on shark tank and it's just you know it wasn't even a part of this challenge like it could have been it really could have been where you design or or harp on the idea of an ugly sweater and just mm-hmm. but that would have been boring actually make an ugly sweater chic i don't know but, yeah no i mean i just i'm I, i'm sorry to derail <laughs> us but it just is like please can we declare this over yeah because it is so no, not fun it, anymore but it's, it's making a lot of money now and so i know no. i know <laughs> nope it's on project runway it's kind of mainstream now i know but... i do i i do have to say that i mean i i called out walmart before but like one of my favorite places to buy 
um, utterly insane uh, t-shirts and stuff is Walmart. What? They have Um, utterly insane t-shirts? Or things, uh, period? Yes, because Walmart has, gets like, it. I don't understand how the design, like I think that they just basically have a designer or a crew of designers who just get like a series of randomly generated words. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you heard about the big controversy this year that they had a they had a a a sweatshirt or something with a design that had Santa on it with the words, let it snow. And then in front of him was a table with like what appeared to be lines of cocaine laid out. Of course, it was a cocaine shirt. Oh, that's so, hilarious. and I have seen like these crazy, like I own this t-shirt from there mm-hmm. um, that I bought around um, around July 4th that has a, a drawing of Uncle Sam mm-hmm. holding a full-grown <laughs> bald eagle in his arms, mm-hmm. like cradling in it, it in his arms like a baby. Yeah. And then the and then it has the slogan printed underneath it, Tell me a story about freedom. <laughs> and and it is and 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 I can only imagine that that like some designer somewhere, some like graphic designer is just like it's it's four fifty five on a Friday. <laughs> And I just have I have to like turn out one more. It's like, well, it needs to have Uncle Sam. It needs to have an eagle. It needs to be about freedom. Oh, like, gosh. what do you? you know? Yeah, that person went into the bathroom, took their lines of coke, and then came back out. It's like I got two minutes left. <laughs> yeah, and came up with that. Yeah, because it makes no sense. But it's but it's something that I think someone would buy because like, oh, that's touching. If you don't think about it too hard. Like, yeah, yeah no, or if you don't so really look at it, exactly. it's utterly it's it's utterly mysterious to me. But so uh, so uh, yes, I do love that. Yeah, but I do not feel like and and uh, I do not feel like this is uh, like I feel like we would still get that without the validation of ugly sweater culture. Yeah. So I mean, and and what do you ugly feel about it actually? Kind of it's it's branched out into. Um, into Hanukkah as well because Nancy's I made a note of Nancy's sweater it said Junicorn right yes also <laughs> you know that this is recorded in um this is recorded this past summer oh yeah so. it's it's about 105 degrees outside <laughs> yeah they're all running around in tank tops there's not that's why Jeffrey's <laughs> shirt was off he's like um guys listen I'm already on 108 do you see my yeah. color I am always look, look magenta. The, yeah, look at the rest of his footage. He barely has a shirt on. Yeah, like so like most days. So anyway, so yes, uh, it is the unconventional materials challenge. Yes, that is the point, listeners. Yes, yes. This basically all of the crap around them are the materials. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen, <laughs> but apparently, some people in the room did not. Which I, you know, every year it's like, why you you you're coming on the show? You need to practice with right. paper, with trash, with I don't right. know, just pull up some stuff that you would never make any garments out of, and then don't be surprised, don't be mad 
when Cyrano tells you that you're not going to move today and that you just have to rip open some pillowcases and grab some ornaments. So, so Ernest, yeah, as a veteran, yeah, what what would be your recommendations for people? Oh, uh, in this situation, facing the unconventional materials challenge. I so okay. This is something that Cyrano said that I think freaked out some people, like Alan, mm-hmm. where he goes, "Don't just get a bunch of ornaments and chop them up and tape them on some muslin." But actually, I feel like I would think about what I would use as a base, and then I would stay away from those tree skirts or even the pillowcases, but I would have gotten the pillowcases because the pillowcases were cute, and they were Kwanzaa Mm -hmm. themed, so I would go for that. Mm -hmm. But um, I would look for things that would could be, um, what do you call them, like hardware or haberdashery or things like that Mm -hmm. um but also i wouldn't i don't think i would really think that hard but i would think about getting something that's bendable and would have some structure Mm -hmm. and then a little bit of fabric but not too much and then Mm -hmm. go for a color that i liked Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much what i would do Mm -hmm. and if i like the ornaments i would take those ornaments and smash them up to bits and then make Mm -hmm. make my little self like a mosaic you know pantsuit or Mm -hmm. a coat i would make an amazing coat out of ornaments just chopped up Mm -hmm. so that's what i would do what would you do um i my big rules for the unconventional challenge are strands of things do not cover area no those are you need you need to cover a lot of area so Mm -hmm. that should be the first thing that you look for Mm. is something that's going to cover a lot of area Mm mm-hmm Um, so like people always screw up by like, oh, I'm going to take all this rope and I will then macrame it into like a textile. It's like never work for that. You do not have time for that. You're not going to like it. You're going to undo it. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, I agree with you that like stick to one color story. Yes. Like you can like, like don't get a, a whole variety of colors. No. Um, you, um, gluing individual things is never going to, to work Mm-mm. unless you, like, again, you're never going to be able to cover enough area. So unless you, um, figure out how to glue them in a pattern, like that was, um, what's her name's big success is that she would like. The uh, Aaron was that her name? Who uh, won that season? Who who irked me so much? Oh yeah, Aaron. It it, it was Aaron. <laughs> but her big who thing big was bird. that she would she would like it wasn't like you know she would like glue in this pattern so that it actually covered a lot of area. Right. Yeah. But so stuff you, like that. But what would you also, do if someone like knocked you in the face and you're bleeding paper everywhere? tears? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Can you say that again? I was talking over you, but you need to say that again. Also, paper tears. Paper tears. <laughs> like <laughs> like kids, paper tears. So, unless you like unless you back it and un, un, really unless you back it with muslin. Yeah. Or, you know, some type of cardboard or whatever you're going to use as Mm -hmm. as we'll you know we'll see later interfacing something that stabilizes that substrate you know i I love that word substrate but um but yeah i mean so 
I have to point out, we we have an injury in this whole melee of people rushing mm-hmm. in their 10 minutes to get materials. And the person who grabs the most paper probably was Brittany because she got knocked in the face and and someone drew blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was just one handed and with her one hand grabbing and another hand holding something to her nose, she mm-hmm. just got rolls and rolls of packing paper. I mean, of, of wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one little branch of a Christmas tree at the end. I don't know. It looked like she was trying to pick up a whole entire tree and just got one branch plucked off. Yeah. I th- and she also, well, she went for those cranberry wreaths. Oh yes. Lots of cranberries. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so we have the end of that 10 minutes. Before we get to go to the workroom to see what they got, they get time to sketch in the penthouse. Mm-hmm. They get 20 minutes to do that, and they're all sketching in their ugly sweaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hear a little bit more about some people, mostly about Victoria, um, who is excited about this because this would be like a new year's eve type type deal just she can't make she can't wait mm-hmm. to make something um festive for that so um all right so ready to go to the workroom sure all right so we're in the workroom and uh the project runway props crew is back in the penthouse cleaning up all that mess mm-hmm. as they enter with bags filled with their holiday wares and there's like this festive music and it's so cheery and then then there's kind of a record scratch where the camera switches to Delvin, aka Dr. Couture, mm-hmm. who is um ironing his lab coat. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I had the thought, how many lab coats does he have? He probably has fifty. That's probably all he packed. <laughs> or he does his own laundry. Someone else mu- or someone else does the laundry. There must be some type of deal in that penthouse. Um and also, you know, it's there's an there, he's using the iron to, to iron it out, and it's it's interesting. I just like your your approach is interesting. Nancy mm-hmm. also thinks it's great. She's very impressed. I am I am not going to shade him because I I totally that's like the ritual for when he's getting down to work. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, here's the way that I organize my thoughts. <coughs> you know, I like come in, take the lab coat, mm-hmm. iron it. I'm it's like my way of calming down I put it on and then I'm ready to go and and I'm like right you know right on if that's what you need to do yeah and I thought it was interesting because of how the music kind of like want want him Mm -hmm. and then they also show Nancy come up and going you know I think it's really wonderful that you approach your work with such respect Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay Nancy I agree (laughs) yeah yeah Nancy is not the like the you know the daffy, um, uh, you know the daffy old lady that Mm-mm. that she's often edited to be. Oh no, no, I I it's yeah we we talked about it a little bit um last time with Patricia where I, you know I I enjoy the way she talks about her process and the way mm-hmm. she approaches her work and I love the craft and I love the noise she makes. I don't have a problem with any of that. Um, yeah, that feels a little bit like they're like desperate for something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is this? A, come on, guys. Really, grommets need hammers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hardware. It's not a big deal. Yeah. 
We had to deal with that with what's her name, who was so into her leather. Oh my god, leather. Stella, I want Stella. Stella. <laughs> oh, beef cut. I love it. Okay. All right. So let's let's get into this. Um, they're tearing open, and also again, this is a two day challenge. It's essentially the first mm-hmm. full day. Um, I have a question. Are chevrons inherently holiday patterns? Because. There are just so many chevrons that will accumulate. Right. I I think it's this. I think that it's one of the ways that you give something like paper or or ribbon um, some strength. Okay. Is that you've got those strips, and if you try to if you try to run them horizontally or vertically, mm-hmm. then I think it puts much more stress on the seams whereas okay. if you are running them diagonally it's easier to distribute the stress okay that might make that's okay, my that big makes idea more sense. like it's more flexible or it's easier to shape and move in kind of yeah okay i mean and jeffrey clearly loves this kind of like blade runner 40s big shoulder you know um uh plunging into the neckline thing yeah yeah that's like that's like pretty much everything that he's sent out so far has had some version of that yeah like a lot of just kind of these power boxy shoulders i mean because we get to see his sketch a little bit and it looks Mm -hmm. to me um very normal Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know expected in a way yeah so um so any any thoughts on we have Alan as well who mm-hmm. realizes that he got so many ornaments which I wonder if he took what Christian said to heart in the opposite way that Christian meant for him to take it because Christian said do not do this and Alan was like oh ornaments and then it just kind of shot into his head and then that's all he, all he got but he didn't just get ornaments there's a there's a lot there um, on his workroom desk, like a lot of wreaths, but also a lot of ornaments. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we get a lot of his backstory in this episode. So we yeah. hear about like, you know, him needing to take over in terms of making the holiday special. And mm-hmm. there's a, there's like a lot there's, we, we get a lot of his emotional backstory, but he is like plucking individual leaves off of these wreaths, and I mean, he it it's it's like somebody, um, you know, was running a laser pointer around the floor or something while Christian was talking because, like, Alan Alan got very distracted. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> And, and, you know, it's, it's like his whole thing is like super sweet and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, his, his story is really sweet, but it's clear that he has a, a really difficult time focusing. Oh yeah. And is easily distracted. And so I, you know, I'm not surprised that he grabbed an armful of things and had all these ideas that he was going to incorporate. And then is like, um, oh wait, oh 
I have mm-hmm. to make like a sort of dress or something or what is it that I'm making? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see how that probably was a secondary idea, especially within the chaos and having to think mm-hmm. about so many things at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and and to say about Alan's backstory, and they show a lot of these images of him with his mother. Mm-hmm. They look exactly the same. Like they yes. have the same smile, and Alan has the same smile as he gets progressively older in these in these photographs. Uh, with his family, and for some reason, uh, and, he, and, he, and there is this really, really um, uh, very tragic story about his father being deported after dropping him off from school when he was 15, and mm. how his memories of holidays are kind of this before and after, where before his dad would be in charge of all the lights, and then after his dad was deported, and he has this little brother, he's like, well, then I became in charge of the lights. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, oh, that's, that's such a vivid memory and something that's that's really important. And and even thinking about Alan with a little bit more time, thinking about those things and actually incorporating them into his work. And and also I, it's interesting because alongside other people, because we get a little hint from Shavi that holidays are hard for Shavi for some reason, but we don't know why. So we don't mm-hmm. we don't hear anything about that. And so we can't really equate the two i was just thinking of how you know uh, where you could maybe perhaps focus a little bit more and especially with something that i think is so heartbreaking but he's still able to share it like okay Mm -hmm. if you're okay with sharing this and okay with talking about this then you know can you think about how this could tie into your actual design or come up with a story for yourself something so yeah that just was like oh i want more from from alan yeah. So, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, elsewhere in the workroom, yes. um, Tyler is um, Tyler is having a lot of self doubt. Oh, Tyler. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. I mean, Delvin comes over and and is trying to pull something out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean. You know, like, oh, you know, were you freaked out as I was when they said this was unconventional? And Tyler, after a long silence, says, I'm still working through it. It's just this mm-hmm. this eerily calmness to Tyler. But Tyler is struggling a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's pretty clear. And also, I mean, Tyler, like um, on on one hand, uh you know what does what is a drag outfit if not like oh, a bunch of stuff thrown together i know you know i keep forgetting that they have a drag persona because yes. tyler to me just seems like someone who's far far from being a performer yeah i don't know it's that is wow i can't believe that i completely uh, forgot on the other that. hand maybe that's where it all goes maybe it oh. all goes into kim ono yes and and <laughs> And there, and and that's and that's what you know. That's where Tyler lives. Right. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That but that's helping me understand a little more because you know there is this. So Tyler is really really caught up on Nina's critique from last week because he was so shocked that she thought his uh, Japanese underground culotte slash um, kimono print deal was costumey. 
Um, yeah. You know, she looked like a Street Fighter. She looked like a character from Street yeah. Fighter, which is cool, but not yeah, it's a costume. And yeah. for some reason, that's that is his that's his inspiration essentially is a negative is do not make a costume. And right. it doesn't really seem to be coming from anywhere else. Right. Yeah, and it's it is that thing of like um when you are uh when you're steering a car hmm. and you're and you're not supposed to look at the tree <laughs> because otherwise you'll steer into, <laughs> you'll the, run tree. into the tree. Right. Aww. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, elsewhere got we've got Marquise who yeah. just for those of you on um on uh I'm on I'm on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for you to say, say it. I'm waiting for you to I'm waiting for you to classify what it actually is. <laughs> um that that is a full on harness. Yes. All right. In camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very it's very cute. But it is like, it's a lot. I think I think um, I need to start a tally. I think I want to start a tally. Uh huh. Because there's there there are two. I I clocked two this episode. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm keeping count. You know. Um. That's good. Official harness watch. Yeah. All right, and then we also have a moment between Shavi and Alan, where Alan mm-hmm. has finally made something. He's made a skirt. Yes. And showing it off because that's what you do when you make something. You don't continue. You walk around the room and you try to get everyone else's opinion because you have all day. And mm-hmm. uh, just I thought um, Shavi goes off on this skirt, which I thought was kind of cute. But then again, not unconventional at all. But I just want to highlight that he says you know looks like game of thrones red wedding the day after <laughs> which is a spoiler alert shavi not everyone has mm-hmm. seen that it's like the most pivotal episode of game of thrones but um i thought medieval times does holiday was pretty good mm-hmm. so <laughs> but i think the what we what we bring from this is that again alice allen cannot focus on anything right um and after kind of showing off the skirt around the room goes back to the mannequin that has the skirt back on it and just goes, I don't want this, but I don't mm-hmm. know what I want. Dot, dot, dot. Just like, Oh, yes. Oh, Shavi. I mean, Ellen, whoops. <laughs> um, so then we, we do get some time from Christian Siriano. Mm-hmm. And uh, we start off with Victoria. Mm-hmm. So, Victoria is using one of the um, one of the Ankara prints, one of the African prints from mm-hmm. the pillows. And Christian goes, "Is that too normal?" Is and you know, in a way, I'm like, "Okay, let's talk about the material because the print. I think that's the only Kwanzaa bit that was <laughs> that mm-hmm. was in that whole thing were the most fabric like things. So I'm like, I I I like that she's using it." Mm-hmm. But I also agree it is too close to being a fabric. And this is one of the controversies brought up on Facebook. Um, huh. Because we also get to see – so, you know, Christian goes around. We get to see a little bit what, what they're working with. But this is sort of our first venture into the details of people's materials. And, um, yeah, Victoria is using quite a few things, including the cranberries. 
Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I really, really like that print. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But someone who's... I mean, I mean, fair game. And, you know, it is... Look, you're going to have to have something that is some fabric in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm... It's... it and And it certainly is shaping up to be exactly like her sketch yes yeah i feel like a lot of people were surprisingly close to their sketch too um all right and then next we have Brittany, who's mm-hmm. uh farming cranberries yes in the middle of the workroom um but she's also again she's she's making some chevrons as well or eventually Mm -hmm. to the chevron um motif that's going on throughout the workroom and um but i i thought that there were so many red flags here because she wants to do so much with paper lots of intricate pleating and and chevroning right this paper and then she wants to hang a bunch of fringe that she has to make by hand um yeah yeah. i mean see my comments earlier it's like fringe or string is not going to cut it it's just not it doesn't it it's too labor intensive yeah yeah and she is clearly already in a tizzy you know her nose has probably not healed yet Mm -hmm. and she just is making life really really difficult for herself Mm -hmm. um oh my gosh we also have tyler next Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think Tyler really knows what costume means, and I, and this kind of added on to my my anxiety watching him, because again, aiming for non costume, and Christian actually is okay with where things are going, but mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily give him an idea of how to perhaps um understand or translate what costume is or guide him away from any costumey tendencies mm-hmm. here. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he gives him much in the way of helpful advice. No, 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 not, not that much. Um, but speaking of non-helpful advice, we have <laughs> Sergio next. Mm-hmm. Sergio doesn't need Christian's advice, so I didn't really write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christian comes over and is like, so she's walking in a basket, um, which he, you know, um, which which he is thinking of as a kind of snarky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, if you look at what Sergio is doing, like all of the bones of his garment are right there mm-hmm. um and he's doing this thing where he's like you know he's he's already figuring out like what the substructure is gonna be right um yeah. and it's and it's super smart and so he kind of doesn't need christian's advice i mean one christian doesn't have a clear sense of like um uh what it is that um that Sergio's doing mm-hmm. but on the other hand he's also you know it's 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 true that Sergio just 
I mean, what's Christian going to say? Like, well, you just need to execute this and either it's going to work or it's not. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think they only comment on the basket and he's like, well, it's not going to look like a basket. I'm going to paint it. Right. That's pretty much all you can say. It's just you've you've got it. You're making the base and can't wait to see it tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um. People need to leave Nancy alone. Let her craft. Uh huh. Um, and then we move to Shavi. <laughs> um, also figuring out uh, the under parts or the, the the structures of um his garment as well. Yes, has boning. Um, I didn't bring this up before, but but uh, in addition to the issues that Brittany um comes up with, like she gets in there she's like wow so we don't have boning we don't have any understructure mm-hmm. and no one i don't think anyone else assumed that um they would be given those things and so right. you know she tells us sergio sergio's like yeah you can figure out how to do it just find something else to put a structure underneath and that's what Javi's doing i don't right. remember where he got his boning from though i think from i think there was some like some metal stuff in the wreaths oh okay yeah Yes. See? Yeah. That's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something flexible and sturdy. Um, yeah. But he's basket weaving his piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have, I think that's it. Well, we go to Delvin. Oh, right. Who is um, making something out of like silver mylar. Oh, right. Something he hates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Delvin's usually done two hours before the end of day one. So I feel like, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's probably what he's the most mad about. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I spent all day making something I hate. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't have to do that. No one's forcing you to do something that you don't want to yeah. do. Yeah. So um, probably going to blame Nancy for her crafting, giving him migraines <laughs> and headaches. <laughs> But um, we also have um, a, a little bit of Alan with Christian. Mm-hmm. And um, there isn't much to talk about here as well. So it just, you know, I think Christian is just telling Alan to pull it together to focus right. pretty much. So there's a 30 minute dash at the end of day one once Christian leaves. Mm-hmm. And. Um, there's at the at the end of the day we have <laughs> this moment where Alan <laughs> has spent the day running around and just freaks out in front of his mannequin because there's right. nothing on it. There's just right nothing. Up, there's nothing of it, and everyone else is just kind of like chopped and scraped by all of the materials that they've been working with. Because clearly, people are making progress. Mm-hmm. Everyone except for Alan, pretty much. Um. So yeah, well. That's the end of day one. Mm -hmm. We have some time to go back to the penthouse. This was confusing to me because it's the middle of the summer. So when 8 p.m. flashed on the television screen, I was like, oh, 8 a.m. Because it's it is so bright outside. And especially since this is a holiday uh, challenge. I'm like, oh, right. No, they're filming this in July. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. um. So, oh my goodness, I think, I think this is, 
Oh no, I jumped. I jumped too far ahead. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, we, we actually do jump up to 6am in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there is a scene with Marquise using a toothbrush to care for his tiger shoes because it probably costs thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, and Marquise is also wearing more animal print. Do you think that's the same shirt as last time? Um, I, I would think so. I mean, how many things do they have, really? I know. But, but Marquise, I think, mostly has animal things. It has, like, a snakeskin thing and this leopard thing. I love it. Um, <laughs> and then we, uh, let's get, yeah, we're into the workroom mm-hmm. for day two. Jeffrey has a harness on today. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> And a tank top. <laughs> and a tank top. Um, because he runs hot. 108 yes. degrees. Bright red all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we had a little montage of people struggling and figuring out their materials. And mm-hmm. people ripping things. Things not acting the way they need to act. And still, you know, kind of making it work. Yes. And we, we hear that Victoria... We get to see some of like Victoria's other work, and it's like it all has the same thing. Like they start like she loves, loves, loves like asymmetrical straps. Oh, loves it. <laughs> um, and not a lot of half and half going on, in which I was interested in seeing. I'm just like, huh, this is everything looks kind of pretty much you know blocked out, just singular colors. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing too out there or I don't know. Yeah. Just, but lots of straps. So that's the one thing that I think is she's bringing into it, but she's mixing up the materials with all the mm-hmm. straps that she's making. Um, so yeah. 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 So Brittany's like trying to figure out how to cut her skirt. She's abandoned the pleating idea. Mm-hmm. She's she's spent all this time on the bodice, and she and now she has like nothing for the skirt. Yeah, she um, you know, just needs to make some decisions. But mm-hmm. I think all of them are stressed out because again, this is a fitting day. Um, before but before we get to that, we have Tyler wearing a muslin poncho to paint his dress, so he's making some decisions. But before mm-hmm. he could actually paint the dress, he actually made a muslin poncho. Mm-hmm. I think he made that. I don't know if that's that's been around, but I'm like, where'd you get the time to do that's, that? Can you just... That's his lab coat. I mean, sure, fine. But I I feel like he took out Precious work time and made that. You know what? Himself. I think that maybe that's a tree skirt uh, oh. with like his head coming out of the top and, and like a couple of slits for the arms. Oh, just turned inside out? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. That that does. I'm not too. You know. All right. <laughs> I mean, because we do spend some time on who's struggling, who's not, who's having fun with this. Um, like we also have a little, a mm-hmm. little bit more from Alan, who yes has figured out a skirt. There's has figured out a mannequin. skirt, and but also once again, like it has figured out a skirt that manages to be a panty flasher. 
Like, like, like the thing that he landed on was this teal translucent ribbon. Right. Like this is his new, his new exciting thing that's going to tie the whole dress together. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's kind of clear that he's mostly excited for, you know, all the leaves that he picked off the wreath and how the leaves mm-hmm. are going to go here. And it's like, mm-hmm. and then strip and that. So, you know, where, wherever the part with the leaves has gone through, like he's asking Tyler for some input, but it stops pretty much right below her crotch. Yeah. Um, on someone who is not as tall as at his model, perhaps this would be okay, but um, it it is short, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. then and then it's just kind of you know bisected with a bunch of mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, Marquise is stalking Sergio because yes, because <laughs> game recognized game. <laughs> I love this interaction. Yeah, because yeah. this is something that Delvin pulled last week, just kind of roaming around, being like, I'm done, guys. I'm done. And then Marquise mm-hmm. is like, I got immunity, bitches. I am finished. Mm-hmm. And then also solves one of Sergio's issues. Yeah. I really love that. Because Sergio, again, is making this basket and thought, mm-hmm. oh, wouldn't it be cool if I actually had some bells underneath? Mm-hmm. Where could I get some bells? I wish I got some bells. And Marquise is like, well the the stockings at the house like they have bells mm-hmm. and Sergio's like oh yeah great I, I I don't know I just thought it was so sweet <laughs> <laughs> but you also see the way that I mean not to keep harping on this but mm-hmm. like when it cuts to Sergio it's like oh everything about this outfit is like based around hanging from the model's waist mm-hmm. right it's all sort of like it's very engineered yeah so it's so the fact that it can actually even he can start to think about how it's moving mm-hmm. is because he understands that it's actually going to like hold together. Oh, yeah. No, there is no doubt in his mind that this will not rip to shreds down the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, just so methodical. And yeah, I think the same thing with Marquise. We didn't see him really work. And I think. We'll see later about the um, the materials he chose, but he's also got immunity, which I think was a very anyway how he approached this. I think was was also very smart, um, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't like completely spectacular. Um, but we do have time for the models, so we, mm-hmm. we get to see um, uh, them in these outfits or the preliminary outfits. So there's some people who are ready, of course, as always, mm-hmm. and some who are not. Um, Marquise is ready. So I think he's the first one to get his model into that outfit. It's like, all right, we're done. Is it runway today? Is it today? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it fits. It fits his model. Mm -hmm. Um, And Alan's model is just the downest model ever. She's she's up for anything. She's like, oh, yes. All the jewelry, all the shoes, all the crotch shots. I love it. (laughs) Bring them on. Um, So they're kind of like, kindred spirits there but any anything else in this model fitting um we're you know we hear about um whether or not alan's really going to be able to like cover his model up top Mm. there's we you know we we get a lot of discussion of like you know 
breasts, whether it's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Brittany is really floundering now. Yeah. She's doing a lot of hemming and hawing, essentially. Yeah. And she has Fission as her model. Yeah. And she's still trying to figure out how to work up this skirt. Yeah. Um, making decisions right in front of her. Um, not, I don't think she fit anything on Fission during this whole deal. Which, and, you know, it is a crime because, you know, really one of the standout models. I mean, and also just, you have to fit the skirt on Fission. Mm-hmm. Like she has a booty mm-hmm. and she but and this is the thing just she's she's one of the best like she can yeah. wear anything it is fine and she's so calm in all of this mm-hmm. and she's very encouraging um but yeah no like i you know just an inspirational human being yeah <laughs> just just use use her as, as an inspiration yeah. what would you like to see on Thijin? does it have to be a pencil skirt no um yeah so she's just kind of making very high stressed and unhelpful decisions. Um, yeah. Just making a lot harder for herself. Oh man. Um, oh my goodness. So we, we do have, I think more moments here with the models. We see that there is a corn husk dress in the making. Right. We are reminded of Melanie, who is a person who is also in this competition. Oh yeah. Her, <laughs> that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, like, it, it, I'm, I, Melanie is in the unfortunate position. You know, she's clearly a talented person who has gotten on herself on Project Runway. Right. Not to take anything away from her, but well, you're about she, to take something away from her. <laughs> but well, she falls into this sort of category of perfectly nice. Young women, mm-hmm. usually blonde, who do not make it out of the first, like, four episodes of the season. Yeah. I mean... You know? Or 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 maybe they're sort of, like, middle of the pack, and then they just kind of, like, they just... I, I mean, I'm I'm making a call here, but I do not believe that Melanie is going to be with us in the late innings of this show. I count you a fellow Project Runway historian. <laughs> that term was it's coined type, by Patricia. Right? It is a type like... because I have to say she's not she doesn't have the qualities of a person who makes it through, which is like a snappy, sassy, southern blonde woman. Right. Um, or a very ethereal, ephemeral, wispy, elfish type person from Oregon. Or right. someone who's like, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, of like the blonde women in the past who've gotten far. Um, and so she... Yeah, she hasn't been given an edit that allows us to understand anything about her. Absolutely none. Um, and, and it's... Yeah. Yeah, and it's a little bit like um, uh, that other perfectly nice... Um, young blonde woman who went home last week who felt like again like kind of cast because they're kind of I I feel I like the show treats them like filler mm. I guess is the thing 
I agree. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's kind of unfortunate when I think about it. And I, I'm going to think about this too much because thinking of other ways Project Runway used to cast fillers that were mm-hmm. infuriating. I remember the the kid with a million followers on Instagram who couldn't make anything yes. and yeah. went away happily in the first round. Just like, who are you taking that spot away from? Someone who is actually qualified or someone who because I wouldn't say that Victoria, who went away last week, um, is No, no, no. It was the other one. Oh shoot, Veronica. Veronica. Whoops, whoops. Victoria from Moldova. <laughs> Veronica. Veronica. Ah, uh, poor Veronica. I feel like she was doomed from the beginning because she's, you know, Victoria and Veronica, like Victoria's more memorable. But yeah, Veronica, um, she wasn't, she, she I mean, she clearly wasn't as good as everyone else. And mm-hmm. the whole deal with Melanie is, you know, this uh, minimalist um, upcycle deal that she has, it really hasn't right. been that memorable or striking either. And there's only so many more episodes where she can be safe so man right she's like perfectly fine but also it and and again i think this maybe says more to in terms of how the show is treating her mm. than necessarily anything about her yeah yeah right because she gives some great advice when she is talking <laughs> she's yeah i do like the things that she has to say Again, um, she seems perfectly fine, but yeah. I, but I, but really, the show is treating her like she's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, and there's and also there's Melanie. Right. I think we spent more time on her than the show has. Yeah. We've given her more time on this podcast. Oh, for Melanie. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. And and so we um we go into um Day Young is back. Yes. And you know. You know um, she looks like she's in great shape. Um, yes. The the days of her fretting and collapsing and just kind of freaking out, I think, um, are behind her for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows what uh, someone else who kind of knows what they need to do, and she fits this really interesting looking garland piece on her model's head, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I have to work really fast so that I can get to making this piece." And I kind of like the way she says, "Like I'm going to make this," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "How do you even do that?" Like I would like to know. She, you know, you probably find just something to fit over your head, and you glue it together. Right. But, um, she just seems so so joyful there. Mm-hmm. So it was just nice. Um, and then Alan gets a hold of it because he sees something shiny in the corner and is like, "Oh, oh, right. put that on my head." And like, let's just kind of walk it through the run walk it through the workroom as if as if i have a finished garment no, right not marquee salad yeah no but that is but but that is like very much like like there's allentude for you <laughs> like <laughs> like on full display it's like dar- you know darling i'm sure you're like super fun to be around oh yeah but after a certain point it's like but how else are we going to know what Allentude means? This is his one and only chance. <laughs> okay, so here's – so I'm about to say something else that's kind of horrible. Okay. Um, something that I've thought about a lot because, you know, a really formative time for me in 
uh, in my life was uh, when I lived in San Francisco, and I lived there from 1982 to 1996. Um, and um, I, you know, I knew a lot of folks there. Um, one of the people that I that I got to know there was um, Justin Vivian Bond. Hmm. Oh. Um, and and there were thriving drag scenes and club scenes and like tons of like super creative people mm-hmm. and people who were like really funny and really on top of it and great to be around. But there were very few people who were willing to be disciplined with themselves and put mm-hmm. the work in. And Vivian really is hmm. and and has and has built like a career and a kind of, you know, a, has has built a real identity as an artist um, because of their work ethic, hmm. because of sort of like holding themselves to a standard. And I I like when I look at Alan, I think about like all of these other people that I knew in this scene who were like super charming and funny in the moment and like did not hold themselves to a were, were not disciplined with themselves about getting the work done. <sighs> and and I yeah. think that's the thing. It's not about a particular it's not it it isn't ultimately at the end of the day, I think being an artist is not necessarily about talent or quickness. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things certainly help, but it is really about a kind of self-discipline. And uh, like I've seen it in my own life, the times when I was disciplined with myself, so many more opportunities came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the times when I was not, it was like things sort of fell apart. And and I think that that's, that's a thing that is that sort of contradictory to um, what we see on a show like Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, but on any of these sort of career competitive shows, because the self-discipline doesn't automatically translate in terms of being camera ready. Mm-hmm. Like the big messiness is a thing that sort of translates. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and people like to see stories of like sudden redemption or like hmm. or 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 massive inspiration. Yeah, or even something where you go from being a mess to a more disciplined person. Like the trans, there is some type of transition or yeah. some type of because it's a narrative. Hmm. Um. I don't think that's horrible, Nayland. <laughs> Why would you think that's horrible? I've been trying to suss that out. I'm like, huh, when's the horrible part going to come when's up? When's the horrible part coming? <laughs> well, I'm just, it's like, it's not like that I didn't love all of the, uh, so many other f- folks in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it, I, I, like, there are so many great drag queens that were around in that time. Yeah. Who are still sort of around but that you do not know about in part because they were fine with being like fabulous and at the top in that space yeah yeah and and weren't 
weren't pushing themselves to anything beyond that. Anyway. Man, so it I yeah, no, I I think that's something to think about especially with Oh man, I, and it's something I really didn't think about like how did Alan get onto the show? <laughs> or or I, I don't know. Who knows how many times he auditioned? Right. I mean that's, you know, it's like I'm there it's really clear to me like how he got on the show. Yeah, but but it's kind of, you know, what it what is his own workroom look like or mm-hmm. even this idea because to me alan you know like i'm 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 on the i'm in terms of being a millennial i'm on the older um spectrum of it and there's just something about alan and alan tude where i've been thinking of him as just a walking meme and there's so mm-hmm. many people who are, are in that age range you know in their in their early to mid 20s um, you know, younger millennials who are kind of like this, where they're an amalgamation of all these other things. So like on Facebook, <laughs> shout out to Charlene, who sent a message who's like, are you Nini? Are you trying to be Tim? Are you, you know, what are you doing? Like, who are you? And, and I'm thinking of how every everything that comes out of Alan's mouth and a lot of these other, um, I would think, I would say Instagram influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not necessarily something that tells you mo- more about who they are. Um, right. They're really good at consuming and um, copying what is already out there. And a part of the hustle is this, um, you know, this skill of marketing yourself in a very specific way. And it really doesn't translate to, sometimes it doesn't translate to real things. So like with Alan, <laughs> you know, right. an amazing character and probably a wonderful person has this um, very like a background story that is incredibly relatable and, and, and incredibly current and politically relevant. Mm-hmm. But in terms of real things and, and what what he wants to do and what he wants to make, you know, going up to that mannequin, just being like, I don't know what I want. Right. I don't know what I want. Yeah. You know what? I, I mean, it puts me you saying that makes me think about the twins. Oh. What? How dare you, Nalen? <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, but I mean, I think Ooh. that the thing that the twins have in common with Alan is that they were both more in love with the idea of being on Project Runway, yeah, oh yeah, than necessarily like into the craft of being a fashion designer. Yeah, yeah, and that, and oh, man, and and that I think is the thing that is. Um, weird about our time, right? Where you have this weird situation where um, we have all of these sort of media presences that don't really give us a clear idea of what being part of any particular craft or field is actually like. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the reflections that we have of it are these like TV reflections that are. Um, and, and so you get people who really want to do that thing, mm-hmm. you know, and not and, necessarily be a, 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 an owner of a fashion house or whatever yeah. that means. It's like that thing. I want to do it. Right. Yeah. And we, and we talked a little bit about, um, you know, we've, we've, we've brushed up against, um, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, a number of times here. And at this point it's like that show is also kind of been on for about 10 years. So you have a generation of Queens who 
look at that as, oh, that's what the career is. Right. Is being on that show. And it's like, okay, but n- no, like, <laughs> like, um, at best, if you make it onto the show, you've got like 12 hours of TV mm-hmm. that, you, that like at the very best, if you make it all you the way to it. the end. Yeah. So what are you going to do when those 12 hours of TV are over? You know, right. when those, when that, like, whatever it is, like three or four weeks of filming is done, like, what else are you going to do? And I think that that's kind of like Alan strikes me that way as kind of like, mm-hmm. it was very much about like getting onto the show. Yeah. And then, and then there he is like with the dress form. It's like, well, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. Anyway, there's, there's other folks here. I don't want to. Yeah. But... but I think, I think it's a good conversation to have on Alan. Cause I think he's such a character and evokes a lot of, feedback from the audience i think mm-hmm. so um you know great casting choice yeah um yeah so but... we get to hear about like what's christmas like in korea oh yeah from day young. apparently it's just super romantic an mm-hmm. excuse to be with your family and loved ones it sounds mm-hmm. like christmas <laughs> yeah um and that was a question that melanie asked mm-hmm. that was that was Thanks for asking that, Melanie. It, mm-hmm. But we also get to see these adorable pictures of Dae Young in this amazing coat as a little co- as a little kid in Korea. Yes. Yeah, she's just looks looking so adorable. Cute. So cute. We also oh. um, have a wait. What were we gonna say? I I'm just like okay. So are we gonna talk about um, the? Are we gonna talk about the the new leaf situation? <laughs> Um, yes, that's what's next. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you know, of all of the decisions to make. All right. You you can you can start this off, Malin. I mean, this is people talk about being in the weeds. But this is this is exactly what being in the weeds is when you have this kind of like um, you have like this cuckoo bananas dress that that alan is working on mm-hmm. so again we're talking about alan yes um and he and delvin are having a back and forth about the placement of one of these leaves that he's taken off of the wreath in the bra <sighs> like 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 should there be should it be here should it not be here is it showing too much is it not showing, you know, like, and they're going back and forth about this one leaf, I mean, which again, is literally like, look at the rest of your dress. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's what everyone else wanted to say. It was to me, to me, it was all over Delvin's face where he was like, <laughs> yeah. do you want to show even more skin? And it was like, hint, hint, you're showing a lot of skin, buddy. Yeah. Do you want to show even more? Because he's, you know, I think Alan thinks because during the fitting, um, he tries on the bra with his model, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of side boob, and he covers that up. And I think for Alan, that was enough. Like, she was yeah. super covered up. But everyone's coming over, and I think Delvin really was like, you've got her legs out, her midriff is out. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a halter, bra top, there's a lot of skin showing. Mm-hmm. And then you want to take off that one leaf, too. 
to show a little bit. He's like, well, I like, you know, not even, not like, and, and I love how they talked about showing all the boob. I'm like, you know, it, like it's specifically a little bit of breast skin. Mm-hmm. And for some reason to get fixated on that was just still, it's like that, you know, it's like the laser on the floor. It, it is yeah. like Dai Young's garland. And here mm-hmm. we have this one tiny leaf and I'm just like, Alan, just, yeah, you know, make her a, make her a shawl. Yeah. <laughs> make her a shirt. Like, can you just yeah. fill in the midriff or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh. So much Jeffrey's Jeffrey's that. like, I don't know where she I don't know what party she's going to, but she's definitely gonna be on drugs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely gonna be a rave. Oh mm-hmm. like, and it gets worse the next day. But um oh man. And and I also wanna bring up Tyler, who is definitely making a chevron dress now. Mm-hmm. But I I think um so I think he thinks that he finally figured out what costume means. And that means my dress has alternating colors. Candy canes are holiday candies. Candy canes have alternating colors. My dress has alternating colors. My dress looks like a candy cane. Candy canes are costumes. My dress is a costume. And I'm just like, no, where are you? To me, it was such (laughs) ridiculous logic. I'm like, oh, it looks like a candy cane dress. I'm like, you are shading your own dress. You spent all this time making these chevrons in gold and white. It's not a candy cane. You're just making an excuse. You don't like it, and that's fine. But again, he's like, is this a costume? Like, no. No, Tyler, it isn't. But he he takes it apart. (laughs) So so many things. Okay. Yes. Um. Anything else before we head back to the penthouse at 8 p.m. Uh, at Bright Sun and with when the sun is still out? We get like a little peek at what Chelsea's doing. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Which is like sewing all of this ribbon together into this kind of elaborate textile. Yeah. She's making um, so many different things with so many different yeah. types of ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts about this later on that I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on. Okay. But um I, I, but I will say that I really like Chelsea. I, I can't wait for her. I think it's between Chelsea or Melanie. I hope Chelsea survives. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do think that we'll see more of Chelsea. I can't wait. I think she's great. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's the end of day one of day two. Mm-hmm. We head back to the penthouse at 8 p.m. with the sun high in the sky. Um. And then Sergio calls his boyfriend mm-hmm. and has a moment there. And I just want to point this out because, again, okay, this in the thing about Sergio and, and emoting, he calls his boyfriend and he starts sobbing on the phone. And Sergio's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, no, I love you too. Miss you. Yeah, no, how's it going over there? And the boyfriend's like, I'm learning so much about myself without you and so she's like yeah so you learn how to load the dishwasher and you know <laughs> wash the towels and you know dust off the 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 shelves all the things that i because i just got the the idea that this boyfriend does nothing and then sergio mm-hmm. does everything in the house and the boyfriend's just like losing his mind without sergio there to keep the house in order that's just what i thought about during mm-hmm. that talk so yeah and then we, we get a lot of Sergio's backstory oh, and yeah. feeling guilty about receiving 
gifts at the yeah. holidays. He's never he's never really liked the like the holidays because mm. they didn't have any money. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all all like super. You know, yeah. it's it's about humanizing Sergio. Yeah, it it kind of it kind of did it for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's just like Sergio's got to do some work to humanizing himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Start with the face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anything else about this time back in the penthouse? Uh, everybody's sort of bonding. I mean, I'm glad that it's back in the show, to yeah. be honest. I, it's like it definitely was it definitely was missing it. So I'm glad to hear there. Yeah. You have to see you the know. rest and unwind yeah. a little bit. So. But it's the next day, <laughs> back in the workroom for two hours, running up until the final runway um, mm-hmm. of this episode, not the season. All right. So Christian brings in the models. Mm-hmm. And um, my first note was, Ellen's model loves the skirt. She thinks it's so cute. And I'm mm-hmm. like, They're perfect for each other. I'm yes. so glad that she is his model. Um. And yeah, uh, Brittany is wearing a bright pink bolo, mm-hmm. but also somehow looks like she's part of a little kid choir about to serenade someone Texan <laughs> or something. Um, and, uh, oh God. So we have a moment with Tyler and that dress. Yeah. With Asia. Um, Christian is snarking it up. Mm-hmm. With his face, because I think I think he's thinking it's too late for him to do anything or to help Tyler with anything, or maybe there's a there's a vibe that Tyler's giving off of saying like, "Don't come near me, I got this," and so Christian just sort of like circles around because mm-hmm. we have a couple people we're having issues. So it's Tyler, and it's definitely Brittany who's near tears, mm-hmm. and then everyone else is okay. Like Sergio's fine, Marquise is still done, Delvin's done. Um, I mean, to be honest, like, like Tyler, <laughs> Tyler has clearly like stuck this Chevron on the back because it's like, oh, wait, no, this is going to like show her entire ass. <laughs> like, like I should, I should probably like work this design. Yeah, it's barely holding together. I mean, it's Ugh, a mess. It's so much worse than it was the day before. Yeah. Obviously, because, you know, he made this in a third of the time. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, it, it just it's too short. And I didn't understand what he meant by it's like, well, you know, when I had to just kind of reline all the seams, I had to take off four inches from the bottom. That's a mm-hmm. lot. So especially with someone who's as tall and as curvy as Asia is, like it just, it's so short. Yeah. And then yeah. all of the detail that Christian called out as being really lovely and kind of, you know, acting as lace, he's taking it out and applicating it right onto Asia's body. I mean, she's wearing the, it's not, you know, directly onto her skin, but she's wearing the dress and he has to kind of applique that stuff onto the last minute. Yeah. So, you know, that placement's not going to be thoughtful at all. And it's becoming a snowflake dress, not, a lace cocktail mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the boot? <sighs> Boots, um... I mean, we we can talk about it on the runway. All right, let's talk about it on the runway. 
Um, Christian yells out, some of you desperately need last looks, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, so, and also that, that said to me that there is a name for that backstage segment where they're touching up the makeup and touching right. up the clothes. It's called Last Looks. Yeah. Um, there we go. Yeah. I mean, we kind of run through hair and makeup. There's some people who need it. Some people don't. Um, some we do actually get a, a name for somebody at, yeah. at Maybelline. We get Grace Lee. Grace Lee. Um, she's the head, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who gets a, a Chiron, I think. I don't think we mm-hmm. have anyone else's names. <laughs> no. It's just Grace Lee. Um, so she's in charge. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, last week was a lot of fun because they got to collaborate and it was a print challenge. And so, you know, it's I think this would have been fun as well. But we get like a, a little quick run through. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know the name of, of Shavi's model? Ooh, Shavi's model. Oh, no, I don't. Why? Just saying they're like super duper cute and they're 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 wearing like that that sort of um fisherman's cap and like the sweater and everything they look great so cute yeah um and they're having a bonding moment with christian about glitter i know i like she kind of looks like betty boop to me Mm -hmm. Um, has this like really cute round face and i love the haircut Mm -hmm. um yeah all right so let's get to the runway so we can talk about these looks and so listeners this is where you can click on the link to our cheat sheet, which has all of the looks in runway order. And I'm pulling mine up now as we speak. And so, all right. So we start off with um, Carly Kloss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost forgot to introduce her. Um, so she's coming out in her holiday um, party outfit, all gold, mm-hmm. tied in the front. I think it looks great. And introduces our normal judges, Elaine Walteroth, um, Brandon Maxwell, and Nina Garcia. Mm-hmm. And we also have a guest who is an actress who stars in holiday movies. I didn't write any of them down. I think she was Sabrina <laughs> at one time. Oh, she's a, she's in the Sabrina. Yes. Yeah. That's what I know her from. Kieran yeah, yeah. Shipka. Um, yeah. But she's in something, I think it's like Let It Snow is the name mm-hmm. of it. So... Um, so right, so the net the first we have up is Sergio. And I so Sergio's model, I wrote I wrote her name down. It's Juen. Mm-hmm. Um phenomenal model. Strikes mm-hmm. strikes that pose behind the scrim, comes around and jingles that dress so gracefully. Yeah. I mean, I was I just loved it. Mm-hmm. I I just, I kind of like I'm I'm imagining her as a dancer in a former life or something because yeah. sort of the way this thing moved um it's paper right um, mm-hmm. with a basket and that's pretty much it like maybe some ribbon that's what that yeah. is I mean just she kicks her her knee into the basket to ring the bells mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm just like well, I mean that's that was just amazing you uh, yeah. Sergio just lucked out on such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about this? I mean, I, yeah, she's, she, she walks it really well. And I think it's, um, and you know, I think it's, it's a, a real standout. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is 
that thing of like, okay, if you if you have this unconventional challenge and you um, one way to go about it is to really take something like take a silhouette, take a take a, a you know an idea that is really clear in people's minds mm-hmm. and execute it in the material. Yes. And then people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this with that. Like, that's one of the strategies. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and Sergio is like the prime example of that. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, this was a smart move, choosing a silhouette that he's very comfortable with working with in fabric, obviously. Mm-hmm. Gowns, but um, this is something that I think a lot of the other designers did where they they did choose a silhouette that's um, very normal, recognizable, common, mm-hmm. no, no fuss. And I think there's something about choosing something that is a special shape. There's something about this A-line that in the volume to it that makes it really interesting. Mm-hmm. But also that heart-shaped neckline is, you know, just kind of thinking about it, how he's able to get it so crisp. And I mm-hmm. think the most interesting part about this was it's paper, but there aren't any, there are no creases in it. I don't understand right. how it isn't crumpled at all. But yeah. again, um, probably the substrate. And, um, you know, I know some listeners, this is not your favorite. <laughs> people don't like this dress. Um, interesting. And I have to say, like, it wasn't my favorite dress, but it was. Uh, I I'm I just think that the effect on the runway was spectacular. It was a combination of Sergio and Ewan, I have to say. With mm-hmm. that's what sold me. She sold it to me. Mm-hmm. Um on the runway. Okay. Yeah. Next we've got Victoria. Victoria from Moldova. Mm-hmm. Um with this mishmash dress with a slit way up near her waist. Yes. That's what This is, is holiday party. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so like pillowcases, the cranberries and, uh, um, I believe wreaths and leaves and probably some, a bunch of other stuff that they didn't. Yeah. There's some, there's definitely some, um, yeah, it's like, there's sort of like a waste cincher effect Hmm. going on there and, um, and it's, and that's where like stuff is kind of glued on in a, in a pattern or sewn on in a pattern maybe, mm-hmm. but it's, um, it is, it is very applique at that moment. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, I didn't mind it. This is one of the things where I looked at it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm just glad it's not a crisscross dress or half and half dress. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I appreciated the work that she made in it. And also it's just one of those things I'm like, I'm not really sure how I feel about it, but I don't mm-hmm. hate it. Yeah. So, um, next we have Jeffrey Chevron. Number one power shoulders. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as I said earlier, blade runner. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, this is just like, it's, it's very eighties power suit. Yeah. Um, and I mean the model, uh, oh gosh, the model the mo- strikes a pose at the, yeah. the runway that I don't understand. I was wondering if you knew she, she does like a leg kick. Yeah, I think that's like fuck you, all you paper skirts. 
like, the, like, like I think that, I think this is the pose that other people in this other 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 uh, designers are afraid that their wow. models will strike. Oh, I love that! It's because <laughs> not a seam is disturbed by that move wow. and if you think about some of the other outfits that walk <laughs> their their models could not get away like like next up is tyler tyler's oh. model is going to be doing that well chevron number two yeah um so holy crabness yeah there's nothing that asia can really do because you know there's everything is like right on the precipice yeah um Oh, it I don't know what's happening in the front. The the chevron stops in a weird way and it's like you know there's, there's like a you know there's two chevrons that look normal and then it's almost like he made one gigantic chevron shape. But also so have you okay, Nalan, have you been watching Watchmen? Yes. Okay. Have you seen the last episode? I'm not going to spoil it, but Yes. Okay. So the the underwear. Mm. This mm-hmm. is what this reminded me of. And I know that, I'm, you know, no spoilers, but there is some iconic underwear, apparently. I didn't know about it because I don't, I've not watched or read the original yes. Watchmen or the movie. For, for those of you who, yeah, for those of you who have read the, for those of you who have read the comic, we're mm-hmm. talking about um, Dr. Manhattan's underwear. Yes. And it's yeah. got a very yeah. distinct shape made of a chevron type motif it is it is a v yeah (laughs) it's it's you know they're converging lines and so this front part oh poor asia kind of looks like that to me or it kind of conjures that um because then she turns around uh if you're watching on the runway and it's just Mm -hmm. it's just a flap in the back well that's the thing that's so weird it's like whatever it's doing in the front it's not doing that in the, it's like, it's doing something else in the back. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, it, it, I, it's bizarre. I, I don't even know. I don't even know yeah, what it's, to say about this. It's hard to, to kind of think about how did you make these choices? It's just, it's so wrong. Yeah. Especially since the dress that Tyler made on the first day was not that bad. Yeah. Ugh. Um, okay. Next we have Marquise our immune um, designer mm-hmm. and who gets like this uh, award-winning slow-mo thing going on with the French mm-hmm. dress working it. Um, yes. I really love how they're filming these runways and how they're editing it. I just love mm-hmm. it. I think it's so cool. But um, uh, I have to say that the, the top is a, a throwback to last week and something's happening. I'm hoping that he doesn't do this again because I'm afraid that this silhouette is going to become a motif and mm. it's going to get eliminated for it because it kind of still has that halter mm-hmm. um, kind of peekaboo shoulder deal. It's like, it, you know, all you need to do is fill in the sh- in the sleeves and it's the same yes. kind of outfit from last week. Yeah, I'm just really worried. I I don't mind this outfit at all. I think it's interesting and smart. Um, something that mm-hmm. you could finish in a day, but still be, you're still using unconventional materials. And clearly, he can work some fabric. Yeah, I, or I sh- I should say, clearly he can work materials. Blah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm a little worried. I I'm I I mean I I understand that I. 
I don't love like this strap, this cross body strap. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. Um, oh, that's not a there, There's like a black leather, like, I don't know if she's wearing a bag or something, or yeah, I don't know no, what's I, going on there. I think it's, I thought it was a purse. It's not. You're right. No, because she's carrying a purse, yeah, right? Yeah. So why does she have that additional strap there? That doesn't make any sense wow. to me. Yeah, maybe he got but, that from the accessories wall and was like, gotta yeah, use it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I think it's like, yeah, it's it totally um, it it totally works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm there good. with you. All right, next, who do we have? We have we have Alan. <laughs> whose model does like the snow fling of desperation (laughs) i thought she looked so graceful doing it it's just like it's still seriously you know i'm 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 a little tired of this scrim action but no am i tired of it maybe i'm not yeah you know again it's like you know use what you can at least she didn't do it at the end of the runway. So I yeah. feel like that would have been even worse. Yeah, yeah. All right. Time to talk about these this outfit with these boots, Nalen. Oh my god. We have to talk about it. Um I mean again, maybe this goes to what my what the thinking about Alan is, which is that um, yes, the this is like a series of ideas mm-hmm. um, that uh, like I can to- like, doesn't Alan say at one point, like when he picks up the boots, he's like yes, I've got these boots, these will stomp the runway or mm-hmm. it's like, it's, you know, it's like that's fine if you're going to really build the outfit around that, but none of the rest of the outfit has anything to do with that. No. Like, like there is nothing furry in, in any of the rest of the outfit. There's no. nothing sheer in the boots. Like the color of the rest of the outfit is not the color of the boots. Nope. There's not, you know, like you didn't even bother to like glue a bunch of leaves around the platforms of the boots, which would have potentially tied them together. So they're like three different ideas about fierceness fighting each other to a standstill. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what happened in his brain when he decided to actually put them on the runway because there's, Mm -hmm. you know, calling back to that consultation, yet another consultation about something that should have been easy for him to say no to. Mm-hmm. When he said no to all the people who are saying, don't do this, mm-hmm. I kind of saw on his face a moment of realization that, oh, no, maybe my instincts aren't great, but I can't do anything about it. Right. And it's just kind of like just giving into these things that are just not necessarily under. I, should, I, I Who knows if they're under or under um, Alan's control or not, but this was definitely an impulsive thing to do especially since you know it was like the excuse was there's nothing else on the accessories wall that went with this dress Mm -hmm. and i'm like well that's why a lot of designers go to the accessory wall first 
when as soon as they get into the workroom, that could you know that is a way of working. Um, but I, I but I don't believe I don't believe Alan when you know I I think he's just dead set on these awful boots. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I love that the model was so great. <laughs> this outfit that's the best thing about it that's all i can say mm-hmm. all right um delvin you know what so what do you think about this i don't want to be mean <laughs> well then moving I really on. Don't. <laughs> no but exactly i'm just like in my notes i wrote he's not pleased he just wants to be right. safe. I don't care either. And I just moved on to Melanie. <laughs> I I think that is I think that is exactly right. He made a thing that would make him safe. Yeah. Yeah. It just ugh, just, you know, I it just rubs me the wrong way. Just mostly in the spirit of all of this. It just kind of you know, I I I get it. He was very unhappy with having to use less than luxurious mm-hmm. items. Um but again, you're on Project Runway. There is always yeah. going to be at least one unconventional challenge. There was one year where there were three. Yeah. You're going to be lucky to get out of here with just one. So suck it up. Anyway. Yeah. At least you didn't have to tear a car apart with your bare hands. <laughs> at least you didn't have to roam through trash in the middle of Bushwick. <laughs> you know? You know that's, it's, there's so many things. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Ready to move on to Melanie? Yep. <laughs> All right. Melanie, um, essentially used corn husk. Mm-hmm. I, you know. I you know, I I I thought this was fine um for most of the time that I was looking at it until I looked at it on the runway and then I was mm-hmm. like, oof. This looks kind of like bedraggled and <laughs> uh, and um, yeah. not as architectural as you might think. Yeah, she she used this corn husk and um, believe also raffia ribbon because mm-hmm. it was structural and yes, the the word architectural. Um, it just looks like everything else that she's made with these very staunch and I would say. Um, kind of severe layering like she does she mm-hmm. works with a, this this varied hemline type deal um but i i just didn't think she played enough with this material it still looks like corn husk even walking down you know i mean it's fine that it looks like corn husk it's right but still there's just something to an idea of shredding it at the end and i'm like i i don't mind those little tendrils that she left down there um i would have liked to have seen her be a little bit more playful with it and to me if anything looks like a costume like this does uh yeah it's a little it's a little um wizard of oz scarecrow mm-hmm. um yeah it's just kind of boxy and and not um yeah yeah not all that, that good a lot. anyway all right. all right so enough about melanie um mm-hmm. you know uh best thoughts to her anyway next is shavi mm-hmm. <laughs> and i wrote i was I, in my notes i'm like this model is so cute <laughs> yes yeah 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 <laughs> so cute uh, um 
and doing something. So, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to do you, so I, I'm going to do something that we usually don't. Do. I'm going to bring in some of the judge thoughts to this because later on, Brandon talks about how um, behind the scrim, this silhouette didn't look so great to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought about how, again, we've talked about um, Sergio and, and using those uh, very familiar shapes. I believe that behind the scrim, it looked very familiar Mm-hmm. and expected but just like what i believe that sergio is doing um comes from behind the scrim and it looks intriguing um mm-hmm. it's not something that i necessarily thought what was something that was beautiful or well made mm-hmm. but i was intrigued by it and um and we can talk about later but this is a very controversial outfit um, on the interwebs and on really on shabbies. Yeah. What, what are what, what is your thought? on Really? This? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cause I mean, some people think it's frumpy and uh-huh. kind of a lot. Um, I, you know, and going back and watching it, watching the, the show again, I realized that. So he, ha- so Shabby had all this issues with a cranberry bustier that mm-hmm. um, they were making for, um, for the model, and yeah. I'm so glad that that boost didn't work out. Yes, um, but also this looked like the original sketch, so I don't know mm-hmm. where um, Shavi got veered offline with doing a cranberry bustier, but there is this weaving thing going on, and the flounciness of the top and flounciness mm-hmm. of the bottom. Um, Shavi mm-hmm. meant to do this all along, and so my only thing is that I just wish that the the weaving was a little bit neater, but right. Overall, but that's I'm a like... little, that's a little bit hard to control Yeah, yeah. on the, yes. I mean, that's, that's the place where it could have been um, a little bit more tightly tailored, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this like as a bigger person, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times people dress bigger people like apologetically. Hmm. And the thing that I like about this, about this outfit is that it's abundant and it's about like, it's about um, the models like lushness. Yeah. And it's, and it's like the lushness of the fat of the velvety texture of the ribbon and the lushness of all those petals. And it's, and, um, and that's a thing that just, the thing that makes it feel kind of joyous to me. Yeah. And so it doesn't, I, I, I get how people can feel like, oh, when you have like a bigger person, you want something that's kind of sleeker and, and, mm-hmm. you know doesn't doesn't feel like it's a pile of stuff but i'm not necessarily so sure that that's what's going on here and i really appreciate the fact that he is like yeah there's a lot of her yeah and here's and here's a lot of and and let's like let's enjoy how much there is yeah i mean because i and so again like i'm just very distracted by um uh sort of the the idea of having this be something else. Cause I can't really imagine it being, and I'm wondering if that's what Shabby was trying to go for was to balance out the, the flounciness and the lusciousness and the exuberance with mm-hmm. that bustier. 
and mm-hmm. um but again like i what i appreciate is that it's a it's a very common sim- silhouette but i mean honestly it's very she looks like Betty Boop. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. such a wonderful use of those materials. And I've, you know, I've had to kind of like look at it a bunch of times, but I think that's also why, you know, that's, that's kind of a nod to how interestingly this has been mm-hmm. made. And so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I just want, I just want to have more time to get the weaving under control in the front because mm-hmm. in the back, it looks quite amazing and so there's there's just where it, it meets the skirt just the bottom of the weaving it kind of looks like there's something up with how he was able to connect that which mm-hmm. is you know which is which is a thing but um yeah no i just thought she looks just looks so cute mm-hmm. um yeah all right next on to chelsea. chelsea and i mean in a way i feel like Chelsea's thing sort of falls more to the, um, I, I mean, I kind of hate the word frumpy. So, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's, and maybe what people are trying to say there is that like, when you have a bigger person, if you put them in a short, you know, if you put them in a short skirt, often that can make them look wider. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you have like a big, long, flowing skirt, it's an easier way to to um, you know um, lengthen it out. So I do feel like Chelsea's thing is a little boxy, but I do also really like all of the um, you know all all of the layering and sewing and connecting of all of the um, different materials in it. Yeah, I mean, because I thought this was. And, and, and why I, you know, kind of respected Shavi's outfit. This was sort of the opposite of Shavi because I mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to seeing this, especially with how Chelsea was working on it in the in the workroom. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the silhouette and the, and the shape of it and the boxiness of it really you lose what she's done, like it, how she's yeah. transformed these materials. And it's almost too up and down what she's used with the. Mm-hmm with the ribbons like and and there's something else going on on the side i'm pretty sure from the back it looks different but um yeah i think she chose a com- one of those common shapes just like Shavi did and and sergio but she chose this bodycon um you know uh sleeveless shift type deal mm-hmm. and it's just it's just not working for the work she put in yeah there's a weird thing like when her model turns you realize that there's a kind of wrap around mm-hmm. of the of the shape of the ribbon on um, on the left side, mm-hmm. and then it it continues that sort of straight up and down thing hmm. on the right side. Like huh. they're like 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 I'm just watching like where it turns. Yeah. Chelsea. So so it feels a little bit like she's kind of covering up area mm-hmm. with with this textile rather than using it as the sort of like design element that's drawing your eye to various places. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
Okay, next. Next. Next we have uh, Brittany. Yeah. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, dear Lord. Like, yeah. Please don't strike me down from. Yeah. So Brittany, oh, oh and Thijin comes out slowly, slowly yeah. makes her way down yeah. that runway, trying so hard to obviously not rip this yeah. dress. It's yeah. so stiff. Yeah. Does not do a kick turn at the end of the <laughs> runway. <laughs> Does it do like a fuck you paper dress? Like, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um, it is. It's hard to watch i mean yeah um, it's and and britney is clearly clearly bummed yeah yeah um there's not really much to say i I think the front is the back so on the cheat sheet what you see is what you get it's a pretty good photo Mm -hmm. um with these chevron this chevron bustier top and this paper pencil skirt yeah. Um, and cranberry fringe that she definitely this, wanted to be a larger element and just didn't have this time. failed fringe. Well, you know, what is it? <laughs> what is it? The the um, the the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> Wait, isn't that economics? It is, but Wait, it, but it also it, it it like relates to in terms of time spent as well. It's like. It's like, well, I spent all of this time um, beating, uh, like, making this fringe out of these cranberries. There's no way I can't use it. Like, I have to use it. It's the one thing that I have going on, Mm -hmm. even though it's like, no, actually, it's terrible. Oh, my gosh. I think that's such a good term. So sunk cost fallacy, I just Googled it, is the fallacy that investments justify further expenditures. Right. Yeah. So you sunk all of this time into doing this, so you should stick with it yeah. because you've already spent that much on it. Oh man! And it's also again the fallacy that the more effort you put into something, the better it will be, no matter what. Right. And right. it's like you're again, you're creative, you're a designer. You gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> when to when to let up, but also how to how to configure your time. Yes. Um, I think I think the issue with Brittany is is a time issue. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um Next yeah. you have Nancy. Or do you have, do you have, do you have more to say yeah, about yeah. me? No, 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 no. Let's let's um next we have Nancy. Nancy. Um can we can we just say that there is absolutely no um so so here's where we think about editing of the show, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously we got all of that B-roll of Nancy smashing stuff. Yeah. And like breaking up ornaments and doing all of that. Mm-hmm. And none of that is in the final dress. None of it. So, I wrote down the material. I mean, okay, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. So here's here's my thinking. There probably was just as much drama. Like Nancy probably had a dress that she started making that she then abandoned. Yes. Because it wasn't working out. But none of that has made it into this edit. Right? Because I mean, for, for for whatever reasons. I mean, and I think maybe we can get to that in a second. But um 
But it's clear that, like, we spent all of this time hearing Nancy smash stuff <laughs> and get on people's nerves. And yet all of that, like, vanished in the second half of the show. Yeah. Because I was looking at this. And so there's this, you know, a shawl. Um, I believe Made out of a tree skirt. All of this was made of a tree skirt. All of it. The dress, the shawl, everything was made out of some type of straight up fabric. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh, there's some sparkly stuff on the back of the shawl. Maybe those were applique. Maybe those are things that she was crushing up or the ornaments that she was smashing to bits. Mm-mm. Where is the mosaic? Nowhere to be found. Yeah. And I have to I have to think that it probably was cut out because she solved her issue and made something quite decent. Yeah. Um, you know, in earlier iterations of Project Runway, she would be on the bottom. Heidi right. would call her out because it's like, hey, where's the craziness? There's nothing crazy about this. Right. And what she probably did was she saw that it wasn't working and then calmly transitioned. There was right. no blow up. She didn't break down. She didn't run around the workroom and tell a bunch of people that she's freaking out. She just was like, oh, okay, all right, that didn't work. Or more importantly, and maybe instead of like holding back, she's um, she's in the safe group. Mm-hmm. So, so the fact that the judges didn't call her out on it just meant that there wasn't really a story there. Like in terms of uh, the other competing stories of the show. Yeah. The fact that she ended up being safe meant that it's like, okay, well, we're not going to, we don't need to spend time on yeah. her agonizing over it and or her changing direction because it doesn't pay off anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, to go back to the Watchmen, it's like a chicken and the egg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly obsessed with that show. But... Well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with that show. <laughs> I do like, you know, I like Nancy's like boot is a boot is a bag. Wait, huh? Bit of accessorizing. That's very cute. Yeah. I Because I, she has these wild thoughts. And yeah. it's going to come out. But there's also this... So, okay, I love the look she made when when her look came out. Like, she just had this, like, this, I don't know, it's almost like joy and gratitude just washed over her body mm-hmm. and overtook her. And and that's the thing, like, it could have been um, a bit of drama. Because, I, you know, we've seen it before where there's all this stuff like, am I going to get eliminated? Oh, please let me be safe. Please right. let me be safe. And then they're safe, and that's the, you know, the the relief of the show or whatever. But... Um, I don't think Nancy necessarily has the character of that. Like she doesn't fit into that kind of role of someone who's incredibly neurotic and mm-hmm. fine. Like their work is fine. They're, they're going to be okay, but they don't know it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I see that boot with the lights on it. And I'm just like, huh, Nancy. All right. <laughs> Where'd you get those lights from? You could have <laughs> put that on other parts of your dress and she, you could have used those, incorporate that, but also a boot as a as a as a bag. I feel like right. someone's going to steal that idea, so she needs to copyright it. If it well, if I bet you that the battery for the for the <laughs> light up for the lights is inside the boot, so that's probably why the why the lights are draped around the bag. Oh no 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 yeah I I get that, but also a boot <laughs> as a bag I think is yeah I think it's great yeah. All right, so, so Dayoung is our last designer, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I thought this looked like a costume, but I loved it. <laughs> uh-huh. I I would have had one one little addition, which oh. is that um really like don't leave the ends of those ribbons blunt. Ooh. Like you know, like just like um because you've got like a really mm. nice like unifying idea of all these like kind of points of the of the um, dried um, uh, you know leaves that you're that you have kind of, kind of going all around it and mm-hmm. um, and these little wisps of feather that are kind of coming off of it just like you know shred that ribbon a little bit or like at least cut it at an angle or. It's like it's mm. weird to me that all of those are so just like chopped off horizontally there. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't really make any sense to me. Yeah, I I and yeah, and there's something about the midriff as well. There's some like you can kind of see where they overlap and so mm-hmm. it creates um you know, it 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 uh negates the opacity mm-hmm. <laughs> or the the mesh effect that she was trying to make there. It's a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that'd be kind of cool to kind of shred, shred those, those ribbons or even to have them be a little bit thinner, mm-hmm. but yeah, anyway, they're, they're uh, translucent straps. So we're back mm-hmm. to straps every runway. We've had some strappy mm-hmm. little things. All right. Okay. So we, um, it is, it is announced who are the safeties. Mm-hmm. And so the designers who are safe, um, Nancy, Jeffrey, mm-hmm. Marquise, Delvin, mm-hmm. congratulations, Chelsea, Melanie, and mm-hmm. Diane. They're all safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they go back to the workroom. I mean, so back to the waiting room. Whoops, not to do more work. To the to the waiting room. Um, I also want to point out, so Nancy essentially gives Delvin a pat on the back and a very encouraging like hey you know you made it past the unconventional challenge and you know mm-hmm. i think because everyone knows that he hated it mm-hmm. um but i'm wondering if we're being set up for a conflict between the two of them i'm mm-hmm. just wondering just I, i'm calling it for maybe two mm-hmm. or three episodes down there's going to be a nancy versus delvin type thing well they're going to be on a team together yes. and they work in such different ways that it's that it's going to um they will drive each other nuts. Yep. All right. Calling it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um how do you want to do this? You want to talk about the um the low scores? Yeah. We can yeah, talk yeah. a little bit about um what the what judges had to say to them. So, unfortunately, the lowest scores are our dear Tyler um Brittany and mm-hmm. Alan, Alan. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are lowest scores. No surprises there. Yeah, none at all. None at all. Um, uh, I would say that with Tyler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tyler is a talker. Tyler is a performer. Now that I'm looking at my notes and you know and thinking like, oh, Tyler, like what's going on with your face? Yeah. But, um. Tyler defends uh, their outfit pretty well, but Nina sees right through it mm-hmm. and goes, your words 
are funny. Your symmetrical, terrifying face is interesting to look at. <laughs> I am into it. But your clothes are horrific. She's just like, she points it out like, listen, yeah. don't bat your eyes at us. We see your clothes are terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is not. I mean, obviously, they put you up there and and you have to defend it. Um, but there are ways to do that. And there are ways to, like, you know, talk clearly about, like, what was chat, what you found challenging. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought Brittany probably did the worst out of everybody in terms of that. Mm. Um, just, you know. I get it. You had a bloody nose. You only had one hand to work with. But she kind of came off in a way where she's like, well, I only got the leftovers because after everyone got what they wanted, I right. was just left with this paper. And it's like, that's, I don't, yeah. that's not necessarily true. And she it gets is, called out for that. Yeah. And also it's like super tough to advance that idea when you have – um when you when you have um sergio mm -hmm. like standing right next to you with this fucking paper dress that is perfect you know yeah it's perfect <laughs> yeah yeah and it's yeah. not like it's not like sergio got the paper that she wanted right exactly <laughs> right it's like it's oh like... you know he grabbed it out of my bloody hands <laughs> yeah yeah it's just i mean yeah, I I feel like Brittany is very lucky this week that she is a um, vivacious um, and and very uh, mediagenic mm -hmm. uh, young lady from Texas who also won the first challenge. Yeah, she's very lucky she won the first challenge. You know. That's like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and we also have Alan, who Elaine just asks him to tell us where, um, he's like, you know, tell us where your head went, and <laughs> I think I don't think Elaine understood what she was getting us all into by saying, just tell us, Alan, because Alan goes into it. It's like, you want me to tell you yeah. a story? I'll tell you a story. So listen. Yeah. I got all these things. I got a bunch of stuff. I got garlands. I got ornaments. I got paper. I have somebody's hair. I had made like a shoe <laughs> yeah. that wasn't probably supposed to be part of it. I, I got part of the sofa and I got a cat. And then Nina yeah. just hones in. She goes, so there were clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like I, I took every material that Brittany couldn't get. <laughs> And I was like, and um, the elbow that went to the nose, that was my elbow. I have some of Brittany's blood in a vial. I even used that to color these things red. You know, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> but he was also digging his own grave because Nina was like, so you did have things to work with because yeah. there are no clothes. And it's the my favorite Nina-ism. And mm -hmm. her, that's what her face looked like when the model was walking down the runway. Like her face yeah. looked like there are no clothes. Yeah. So, oh, all right, <laughs> poor Alan. <laughs> um, and then our highest scores, uh, yes. of course, Sergio mm -hmm. and um, Victoria. Do you think you're on the top or the bottom? 
Shavi, do you think you're on the top or the bottom? Like they made everyone else sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Um What about what about Victoria? <laughs> well, I mean, first we get first we get Sergio. Oh, right, right. We get Sergio first. Who um who they're at they're they're flabbergasted that he sewed it. Yeah. And so Sergio gets to go like, oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty good I'm pretty good with sewing. Yeah. Because they're like, did you glue it? Did you yeah, yeah. tape it together? Is there yeah. what is what is that? And he's like, I use thread <laughs> and a yeah. machine on a machine. Which, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good at sewing, and then and and that like cracks everybody up backstage. <laughs> like who is like, oh. Yeah, Sergio, we know you're pretty good. I mean, but also I think, okay, this is crazy. I feel strange saying this, but I think Sergio uh, is also flabbergasted that they assume that he can't sew. So when they're asking him these questions, they're mm-hmm. like, I'm on the show. I can sew. I'm really good. Like, mm-hmm. what are, Why is that even a question? Um, But also they... They 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 kind of fly to the runway to come and touch this dress. They just right. cannot wait. Um, and I think every time the word wrapping paper is said, the camera zo- would zoom in on Brittany, and her eyes are just zooming mm, all around yeah. her head. She's, like, she's so stressed out, and like, oh, yeah. wrapping paper, dun, 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 Brittany's face. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was. It's it's um it's a pretty stark contrast. Oh, it is, and I, I think they are actually next to each other. On the runway. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also have Victoria, um, who, when asked if she's on the top or the bottom, she goes, oh, no, uh, definitely on the top. Yeah. And they're like, well, how do you know this? Well, he's like, well, I'm not that confident of a person, but I have eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which I love. She's like, I can see who is shitty and who is good. And I'm good. I did all of this work with my arms. And I just love, love that. Yeah. Because um, she's like, no, yeah, mine is amongst the best. It's it's fine. Yeah. Um, again, I, I think it's intriguing that she's up there twice in a row. <laughs> well, it's also, I mean, and, and to, to go back to Brittany for a second, it's also like, you know, you're dealing with your cranberries and you're also up there next to Victoria (laughs) who at least understood like how to handle that material. Yes. (laughs) Like out of everybody who tried to use it, like Victoria was basically like, okay, I'm basically just going to cut this wreath apart, but make it function in the same way that it already is. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's all I have time to do. And it's going to approximate something that's wearable, you know? Right. It just looks like a shawl or a little bolero or some interesting right. little sleeves. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's interesting. That, I didn't even think about that. Oh, poor Brittany. It's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what about Shavi? How does Shavi make Brittany look bad? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loved it, yeah. and I think there's something perhaps about how wonderfully her model was able to move in mm-hmm. this outfit. And 
the exuberance of it that they were really concerned about Fijin. And I think, you know, obviously, because to me, she didn't look, Fijin didn't look uncomfortable on the runway, but again, not right. in the room. I think the vibe was probably very palpable that she was mm-hmm. working hard not to tear that dress apart. And then yeah. you have um, Shavi's model just gliding down. It looks mm-hmm. like she can just walk off and go to a party right away. And her hair looks great. And the shoes are great. And um, everyone is just like, this is the holiday joy from Nina. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 All right. No, so, it's very sweet. Um, And they dismissed the designers. I'm just going to call this out because this must have been a very long judging period because there's a quick shot of the judges as the, dis- as the designers are being dismissed. I don't know if you saw this, but everyone's like, oh, and fanning themselves. And Elaine is yawning. Like she sits back <laughs> in her chair and she's, her mouth is wide open in a giant yawn. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> um, But it's pretty much, um, you know, the end of judging time. I don't know if you had anything to say about their time together. Um, about the judges' time together? Yeah, their their little fight over who should win and and who needs to go home. Well, it's interesting that they're not they're they've they've started cutting it um in a really different way. Yeah, I just saw Elaine Yaw. <laughs> 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 um, so great. They're in previous seasons they wouldn't do this thing where they were like, Okay, so and so's definitely out. Yeah, yeah. You know, we would get like sort of fair and balanced for each um for 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 the top and for the bottom. Right, right. So there would they would still build suspense and this this season they've sort of made the decision that's like no, we know it's going to be between two, so let's just get to the point where they knock the third out. Yeah, I kind of like that only because they're there's a little bit of a cliffhanger and and I also like it because I've agreed with them every single time they've done it. <laughs> and also I yeah. wonder when we whittle down the designers if if they will actually have more of a of a like more of a hard time choosing between the three. I'm I'm hoping for that where there's like oh mm-hmm. who do we eliminate? Mm-hmm. But so far it's just been kind of we know who's safe and then yeah. But only because I think there's so with Sergio and also with everyone just like going gaga over Xavi's outfit that um, there has been a distinct top and bottom, even mm-hmm. amongst the highest scores and the same with the low scores. So that's been interesting um, where the top two usually are like way in the top. And then, yeah. you know, the, the safe one who's usually Victoria from Moldova. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll see. Victoria is going to have to step it up with her execution. And I think that's the only thing I want them to tell her is that there's, she's a little sloppy at the end and that's sort of what's holding her back. I believe. But uh, like... Yes. That and her believing that that weird triangle purse was <laughs> any sort of a good idea. Oh God, that purse. Oh, that was scary because it's sort of like yeah. Alan fixating on those boots or on yeah, that one like leaf. That, that I'm like, going to be good. Can can we just take a second there and like, um, what sort of things does one put in a purse? Well, I kind of like to put my samosa shaped 
moleskin and <laughs> my samosa shaped camera, mm-hmm. my samosa shaped um, library books uh, that I bring with me on the subway right. all the time. Um, you know, my phone that's also shaped like a triangle or a samosa. <laughs> Stuff like I that. mean, can can we imagine like how much time someone is supposed to spend rooting around down in the point of that of that bag? Yeah, in my bag, it would mostly be like to get crumbs like your and pen yarn. or your change or anything like, <laughs> or your compact. Like, what is that? I, you know what? Actually, talking about the function of this nail is taking the fun out of you know Victoria being able to make her. You know, totally useless purse. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was the thing that tied the whole look together. God. Anyway, I'm oh. I'm that that was like leftover from last week <laughs> that I was just I was having a moment there about that. Uh, thanks for sharing. That was actually from mine too. <laughs> um, okay, so we're down to it. So, um, Nalen, would you like yeah. to announce who the winner is? The winner of this week's challenge is, you know, I've totally forgotten. <laughs> Who did you want it to be? Um, I, uh, I sort of wanted it to be Shabby, but uh-huh. it is Sergio. Yeah, it's Sergio. That yeah, I somehow got I got it into my head that it was that it was Shabby. I think. I was surprised that they gave it to Sergio, but I, th- I wasn't. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I only because of how happy they were talking about Shabby's dress. Yes. And it's almost to me, I feel like, and especially with the, the actress. So sorry. I don't remember her name. Um, she goes, I, I like Shabby's dress better, but does he deserve the win over Sergio? I don't think so. And I think it's just because of the craftsmanship and um, you know, sort of Brandon pointing out how incredibly technical it was and a technical feat it was like they just had to award that. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's Sergio. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And who actually has to go home this week? Well, that I remember. (laughs) And it's Alan. Yeah. Alan's gone. This this is a a, a Riverdirty Allentude, and and can we just say that it's like I think everything about Alan is kind of summed up in the fact that he wore those platform boots out onto the runway for the final judging. <laughs> I didn't notice. Wait, because I know he walked out in the boots. He took those boots off the model. Yeah. Ugh. Took Alan. the boots off the model and then put them on himself and wore them and wore them out. Oh my god! For Alan. the judging oh. and and it's like, well, that is darling, but <laughs> it's it, it shows that you're like thinking more about those boots, how great those boots were. I mean, and actually, in they making go a better. Garment. Yeah, they go better with like Alan's outfit than with the model's outfit. Yeah, uh, yeah. To be quite honest. Oh man, oh Alan. Um during the goodbye, Christian comes in, of course, to say, I've gotta send you back to your you know, your workstation. And even though I haven't known you for that long, I'm really gonna miss you. And I, I truly believe that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and and to be fair to Alan, mm-hmm. he 
seems genuinely chastened by the experience. Yes, yes. He does really say that it's like, you know, I was really thinking about getting here. It was really important to me. And I just realized that, like, the Allentude is not here yet. Yes. You know? I think I think that's such an important revelation that that he shared with us. You know, it it taught me that I have a lot more to learn. Yeah. Um and 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 fair enough. Like there's there's any number of people who have left this stuff, left mm-hmm. this situation and been like um you know, the I don't get what the judges were seeing. There were other mm-hmm. garments that were much worse than mine, et cetera, et cetera. And and it's like, yeah, his thing is that he is really young. Yeah. Um, and it has just been like kind of showing, you know, young in terms of like um, his design aesthetic and his discipline as a as a creator. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. I have nothing more to add to that. Yeah. So, um, and, and once again, Tyler, super lucky. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I'm worried about Tyler because I feel as if this is going to, uh, this might lead to a a downward spiral. Um, something else to fixate on next week in terms of what's not working, but, oh man. I mean, I would be worried if I really felt like there was so much there to, to spiral down from. (laughs) Oh, Um, oh, (laughs) Naylan. No, I mean, seriously, I, I feel like Tyler is, is not that dissimilar to Alan. Hmm. Like I haven't, I haven't seen so much of what Tyler's done that it makes me go like, uh, Oh my God. I hope he, like, I would say, um, I would feel more about that, like from from Jeffrey, who seems to me to have more design chops mm-hmm. than um, than Tyler does. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm hoping a little bit of a rebound for Brittany in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh. yeah. Right. So next, so so um, speaking about that. Like, so next week we're doing brackets? We are doing brackets next week. Okay. So we've gone through the first three episodes. We've gotten the lay of the land. Mm -hmm. And also, um, listeners, there's going to be a break in um, airings of the show. So there will be no Project Runway airing next Thursday. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're going to have just a straight up bracket episode. And we're just going to do our draft. And we're going to, and I think it's, it's such a perfect timing. I wish this happened every single time, um, because um, we get three episodes, then we get to choose our top three, and then mm-hmm. um, we'll all have to have our backups because once someone gets chosen, it's knockout. The next round, you can't choose whoever has chosen um, your designer or whatever. We just have to be super prepared. But yeah, yep, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. Could I make a suggestion? Sure. If we have any um, listener mail or people have any questions for us since there isn't a show to oh, discuss. Such a great idea, Nalen. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Great. Okay. Yes. That's why I make the big bucks. Man. Okay. So if anyone has any questions or um, input or anything, well, mostly questions and, and comments, mm-hmm. let us know. Cause we'll have some time since there will be um, no project runway. So, Oh man, that'd be kind of great. And just to remind everyone, I'll, I'll be posting that on our Facebook page and you can send in your questions via Facebook or, um, oh my gosh, we do have a Gmail account and it is yeah. in the workroom at gmail.com in the workroom at gmail.com. So you can send your questions there if you're not on Facebook and I know a lot of people aren't on it anymore and they don't want to deal with it. Send us DMs on, on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and we'll gather that for next week. Cool. Yeah. Um, Nayland, thank you so much. This is such a pleasure. Always. And it's always super fun. Can you let every uh, remind everyone how they can find you, um, anything that's coming up soon, and anything else, et cetera, et cetera? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Nayland Blake, all one word. Um, and I'm on Instagram at Naylan W Blake, uh, all one word. Um, if you are out on the West coast, um, you have a month left to check out my exhibition, no wrong holes, uh, at the, uh, ICA LA. Um, and, uh, if you're around, if you're, if you're planning, um, for, um, January 26th, if you're out there, um, you can come to, uh, my first annual, uh, gender discard party at Zebulon. Yeah. Um, we're going to be having performances. We're having, um, people are, are encouraged to like bring their gender baggage and we're going to transform it. We're going to have a clothing swap. <laughs> Um, it will, it should, uh, totally be fun. So please do that. And if you take a look on Instagram, uh, you're, you'll be hearing this, um, in a couple of days, but you'll be able to see my Alterna Santa outfit, um, that I was wearing around today, (laughs) um, for (laughs) making a little spectacle of myself. Oh my gosh. I love it. Anyway. Yeah. And Hernez, where can people find you? Well, um, you can also find me on all of the interweb thingies at Hernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, or my website, HernezDavis.com. And also, I will be at the gender discard party on the 26th in LA. I'm going to be there. I'm so excited. So if any of you guys are there, I will be there. Nail will be there. We'll see who else will be there too. I'm so, I just, I bought my tickets. Also LA is my hometown. So I'm like, I'm bringing all my friends. (laughs) And all the people I can find, like, let's go to ICA LA, please. So um, I'm so excited. And uh, yeah, that that's pretty much my thing. I'm sh- I'm just kind of piggybacking on your thing. <laughs> oh my god, no! That I'm so thrilled that you're going to be able to see it. <laughs> so excited! Um, and as always, thank you, listeners, so much. And keep your comments coming in. Um, keep your reviews coming in. And again, uh, oh my gosh, for our first listener mail question episode slash bracket episode, send in your questions to us. All right. Yes. And uh, I guess until next week. 
we will say goodbye. Bye. Bye.